You are listening to Turn the Dial. I have your host, Scott Comey. I'm Renee Comey. And today we have with us a guest, Mandy Fulford, the owner of Remax Southern Shores in the Grand Strand, uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. So Mandy has four offices, 142 agents, was a 30 under 30. Uh, we are blessed to know her over the years, have gotten to know her as a well-respected owner in the Remax network, and are excited to get to talk to her today and have you learn a little bit about Mandy. So Scott, I'm going to pass it on over to you. Well, thanks, Renee. And by the way, glad to have you back, Renee. It's been a couple episodes since we've had you on here, so <laughs> it's good to have you back as well. But Mandy, we're so honored that you took the time out of your super busy day, not only with the offices that you have, but also you've got three kids and uh, and a couple of stepkids as yeah, well. Yeah, five total. Five total. <laughs> yep, that's a, that's a handful, literally, right? <laughs> and uh, and so, yeah, you've just grown. We have witnessed you grow this amazing business. And so we've just got so many great questions we want to ask you about how you kind of got to where you are today. And we'd like uh, to start by maybe helping our audience understand where you came from. So maybe tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of your upbringing and, and what got you all the way to where you are today. Yeah, well, I want to start by saying thank you for having me. Um, this is my first podcast, so I'm excited to be here and um, to get the experience, um, speak to your audience. So how did I get started? Um, I guess I'm one of those people with the humble beginning stories. I feel like we hear that all the time now, but it really was true for me. Um, grew up with not a lot and um, the child of divorced parents, parents who worked sometimes two and three jobs to support our family. Um, I was not the child of entrepreneurs or business owners. I knew nothing about starting a business. My parents have always been employees of other people. So all of this was new for me and something I had to learn as I went. Um, you know, growing up, I played sports. I went to Catholic school. I'm a graduate of Clemson University with a poli-sci degree. Woohoo! <laughs> Go Tigers! Nice. <laughs> um, Opened our brokerage in 2007 when I was 24. Um, got into real estate when I was 22. So wow. that's the quick and dirty version. <laughs> very cool and very, very impressive. Right before the downturn of the economy, I noticed, huh? Yes. Uh, timing was impeccable. <laughs> Crazy. Well, what do you think? I'm, I want to start by um, asking you a question that would hopefully uh, help a lot of our audience because most of our audience is real estate agents and loan officers. And so what do you think after being an owner for this many years, 12 years, um, witnessing several agents get in the business, start in the business, some succeed, some don't, what do you think makes a successful salesperson? So I think what makes a successful salesperson is a real interest in the people that you're helping. Um, less interest in making the sale and more interest in helping the person. Because when people see that you have a genuine interest in helping them achieve their goals or whatever it is they're going after, um, they're going to be attracted to that. And that's, that's what sets you up for long-term success. It is a lot bigger than that, but that is the basic foundation, I think, for successful, um, a successful sales career. That's awesome. I've actually seen you uh, and Tad kind of mimic that as, a, as an owner even, right? You, you definitely have a lot of interest in your people. Um, and so that holds true to you as well, obviously, because you've, you're successful here. Yeah, we love our people. Um, it's really what fuels us is helping people. Our, our mission at our company is to assist agents in living abundant lives. Um, and abundant is an interesting word because it means different things to different people. But we come in every single day working hard to make sure that that happens for every individual and to know what that abundant life looks like for each person. So 
Um, if you have that genuine care about other people, that's something I think is in short supply in our world today, and people are attracted to that. That's awesome. I totally agree with you. So getting into real estate, as you pointed out when you were 22, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, and then becoming an owner at 24, um, and then also being a, a, a young lady, so a woman in, in business. Um, did you view that kind of buying a brokerage as a young female um, was a little bit challenging? Um, that's a really loaded question. Um, I was the girl with all the plans. I knew everything I was going to do for the rest of my life. I had plans to be an attorney. I, you know, and, and all that kind of just fell through at the last minute after an internship. And someone said, hey, you should try real estate. So the girl with all the plans suddenly had no plans. And it was, let's give this a shot. This was something I had never thought of doing. Um, and luckily, I went to work for a great brokerage that was well-known, well-established, well-known for having experienced agents. And I learned a lot there. But it was not a teaching brokerage, a training brokerage. It didn't feel collaborative. Um, and so I kind of just went at it from the perspective of like, I love the brand I'm with. I love certain things about this, but I want to see training and collaboration and teamwork. Um, and that was the sole reason I started it. I, I hate to say it, but I didn't put a lot of thought into, um, is this an industry that's welcoming to women or young people? Or how am I going to fare up against the competition? I feel like I just cared more and I wanted to create an environment of teamwork that didn't exist in other brokerages. I mean, we all know we're, we're almost all commission-based. Right. Um, as as real estate agents and commission based people, it can be cutthroat depending mm -hmm. on what office you work in. And I wanted to create a place where people were collaborative and it was about teamwork, regardless of the fact that we're all in the same business and we're commission based. So um, to answer your question, I didn't think about any of that <laughs> going <laughs> yeah. into it. Yeah. I just thought about doing a great job. And um, but I did realize that after I opened the business. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Kind of great. Not knowing what you should be scared of, right? So you just jumped in. Totally. Yeah. I, I don't know if it was being young, being naive. I, I feel like literally I went into real estate as I came out of college. Mm -hmm. And in college, the, you know, the world is your oyster. Like you can do anything you want to do. You've been told for your whole life. You can do whatever you want to do. Whatever you put your mind to it, you can achieve. Um, and again, at the time that I was in college, I think we were hearing like women had made so much progress and things are equal now. And, you know, as you get older, you realize maybe not so much that sure. we, that there still are challenges and advances to make, um, as far as being a woman or being a minority or being a young person. Um, but I didn't see any of those at the time. Right. Right on. What about just kind of buying the brokerage? I mean, what setting aside your age and the fact that you were female, just buying a brokerage that had to have been scary for you. There had to have been some fear that was kicking in, like nervousness about, well, gosh, what am I, the unknown, right? Uh, was there any of that? There was, because clearly you're making a huge financial investment to open a business, and I had never done that before, and I didn't have a parent teaching me how to do it or anything like that. Um, I was dating someone at the time who uh, owned his own business, and so I kind of watched how he did things, and I, I thought, I can do that. He's doing that well. I can do that, and... Um, you know, but I believed so much in what I, what I was trying to achieve. And I think when you know, again, it's that whole, what is your why thing. And if you believe in it so strongly, I just don't think you question whether like, you don't know how you're going to get there, but you know, you're going to get there. Right. That's awesome. 
Well, you have grown this brokerage to be the number one brokerage in South Carolina's Grand Strand. What do you feel is the main reason for that success? I really feel like when we came on the scene, um, the idea that the agent is your client was relatively new to the industry. I don't think that was something that was widely accepted like it is today. I mean, we're talking that was back in 2007. And so when I would interview agents and say, you are my client, I work for you. My job is to help you do your business successfully, efficiently, um, as inexpensively as possible. Um, I think that was just new. And like I said, our, our whole mission is to help agents live abundantly. So um, just caring more about the whole person, the happiness of the agent walking into the office, what's going on in their personal life that might be affecting what's happening in their business. Um, that was that was new and different. And I still think that it's it's new and different. And I think people are really attracted to that. And it's the long game. I mean, it's not the shiny object. Um, it's not the new technology. It's genuinely caring about people. And I 100% credit that for our success. That's awesome. Well, we've been in multiple offices of yours, walking the hallways, talking to your agents, and the culture that you guys have built totally reflects that. So great Thank job. You. Kudos to you Thank guys. Thank you. Um, what do you love most about owning just a business in general? Um, two things, really. Uh, one is the buck stops here. I love the idea that we can walk, like we walk into so many businesses or organizations and we see things that should be fixed customer service situations that could have been handled better, um, you know, displays and things that don't look like what we would want our customer to see. I get to change all that every day. I can walk in my office and I can, I can paint the walls. I can make it more presentable. I can train the staff to give better customer service, service experiences. Um, and all that stops and starts with me. And I think that's really cool to be able to affect change that way. But kind of related to that is affecting change in agents' lives. Um, I... Like I'm, it gives me goosebumps to think about the fact that there are 160 families that we walk into our office and affect every day through their paycheck, through the happiness of the parents when they come into our work environment. Because if they're happy here, they take that home to their families and they're better moms and dads or better spouses. Um, and that's just incredibly moving. That's a huge privilege to be able to affect that many people's lives in that way every single day. That's awesome. Yeah, just that influence, that ripple effect. Yeah. That's intense. Huge. And you motivate and inspire those people through whatever means it is, whether it's promoting community service in addition to their jobs or helping them make money more efficiently or effectively or encouraging them to take personal time and balance that with their office time. They take that back and, like you said, Better mom, you know, better moms, better dads, better spouses, better. They go back to their church and they do more and give more, and and it's just yeah, the ripple effect is, it's awe inspiring. Yeah, and that ripple effect has has affected even our offices that Renee and I own uh, locally in the Seattle market, um, because we have, as you know, you know, we go to Remax has a five hundred one session where we kind of um, ask each other questions and learn from each other, right? Maybe I get a, a couple of nuggets from you. Maybe you get a couple of nuggets from me. And it just makes our, our offices uh, stronger in that way. But a lot of the cultural things that you guys have been doing, we have mimicked um, in our local market, and it has worked for us as well. And that caring aspect for us has really shown through through things that you guys have started here at Remax Southern Shore. So I want to thank you for that because it's been awesome. Impact coast to coast. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for that. That's a huge honor. And likewise, um, there's a lot of things that we've seen you guys do over the years. And um, 
that we have implemented as well. And, you know, it's just finding that culture of collaboration, your, your tribe of people that will help you improve yourself and your own business. That's so important. I mean, that's a huge principle to business success is finding other people that do it better than you who are, are okay with lending you their tips or letting you copy their program or encouraging you along the way on your hard days. <laughs> yeah. We all get better together. Yeah. Awesome. Well, you are with Remax, as we mentioned a couple of times here, um, in terms of a, a franchise that you selected to be with for, for real estate and for your agents. What's the number one reason that you think Remax is the right choice for you and your agents? That's a really interesting question, because if I think about, you know, when I first joined Remax, um, and, and it still is, but, you know, the advantage at that point, it was the number one name in real estate. Um, it was the balloon is more recognizable than any other real estate logo. People walk into your office just because they've worked with a REMAX agent somewhere else. They were widely known and are widely known for experienced, professional, full-time agents. And they're still known for all of those things, but I feel like over the years that I've been with REMAX, which is actually since 2006, um, it's changed dramatically. And, and at this point today, we have the strongest, best, most loving and caring leadership team that I think anyone has anywhere in the world. Um, and the cool thing is I have every one of their cell phone numbers programmed into my cell phone. Not that I'm talking to them every day or blowing up their phones, but I could. I can reach out to any member of our, our CFO, our COO, our CEO, I, any one of them. I could text them right now sitting at this table, and they would care about what's important to me and my brokerage. Um, I think that's the number one thing that's impacting this company today is the love found in the leadership team. Um, but on top of that, I mean, they're making enormous strides um, in technical advances, the programs that they're rolling out. And I don't think there's any company that can compete with that. Absolutely agree with you, 100%. So moving on, I've got a few final questions to ask you. Uh, but before I do, I have a, a bonus question that you don't know I'm going to ask you. So okay. I'm going to throw you off. <laughs> but it's only because just recently, when I was just in your office a second ago, um, you have a sign in there that talks about the journey and I'm going to totally botch what it actually says, but it's something about uh, the journey in life has more to do about the question you didn't ask. Um, and so my question to you is, what question should I have asked you that maybe will help our listeners in terms of kind of turning up their business just a little bit and, and making them a little bit better salespeople and or business owners? Um, the one question you should have asked might be about business advice. Um, one thing I've learned over the years, I'm somebody with a giant to-do list. There's, I, there's so much progress I want to make. Like I'm where I am, but it's never enough. I always want to be better. And there's a list a mile long of things I could do to get there. And I sometimes get really overwhelmed by that list. But I think the key to always remember, and I'm co it's like constant self-talk, um, one step at a time, mm -hmm. one step at a time, just take one step forward. And that's really the only way that you don't get overwhelmed, but you still move forward in a big way. And those baby steps, when compounded together, equal a giant effect in the end. So, I mean, you've all heard of the compound effect, but that's the truth. One little step forward every day, getting a little bit better, um, knocking off one item of the to-do list, even though you wish you got all 10 done that day, mm -hmm. and just be happy with that. Right. Um, and you'll find the effect, the, you'll find the end effect um, will be huge, even though the steps are small in between. 
Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when, whenever you see these interviews with football players and or coaches. So let's let's take Clemson, for example, right? It's like, are you nervous about next week's opponent? Are you nervous about getting to the championship game? And the answer, no matter if it's college or NFL or NBA or Major League Baseball, doesn't matter. The answer is always the same. Nope. Focused on today's game, right? Yeah. So yeah. just getting that one checked off today, and then I'll move on to tomorrow or the next one, right? Yeah. And so. you know the work that went into it. I mean, it's not about just playing the game today. It's all right. the work that we put into it, all the days and weeks and months leading up to it that got us prepared for where we are today. When you walk into that listing appointment, when you sit down with the buyer, when you go to do your next big deal, it's all the work that went into it that prepared you for where you are today. It's not just about this moment. Mm-hmm. You're ready. Right. Awesome. Well, I'm going to move on to some final questions I have for you that I ask all of our guests. Um, what is a good book that you recommend for our listeners? Yeah, so it's kind of related to that piece of advice I just gave, but I love Eat That Frog. Oh, yeah. Love it. Brian Tracy? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Awesome. All right. And so that was advice that, that you were giving to our audience, or do you have other good advice that you've gotten from anybody at any point in time that you want to share? Um, gosh, I feel like I, when you're somebody that reads business books all the time, studies, listens to podcasts and things, um, it's your head's filled with advice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I would say always treat other people the way you want to be treated. I right. think if we, um, you know, it's so Pollyanna, but I think if we really think about, are we giving people the level of service and treatment and respect? I mean, when we pass somebody going through the mall, when we pull out in traffic, are we treating people the way we want to be treated? And I think if we all did that, the world would be a drastically different place, but certainly in business. For sure. It's, it, and it's not too Pollyanna. It's the golden rule, right? And you don't know what's going on in someone's life and how you can impact them in that given moment. So, Yeah, that's absolutely true. And that's one of the things we share with our agents a lot and, and our staff too, because you know agents are in a sales business. And while we never advocate anybody having less than respectful behavior, when someone comes in and they've lost a sale or they've got something hard going on in their personal life, um, it makes it really difficult to be chipper and on all the time. You know, so we kind of say, hey, let's let's grant each other a little bit of grace um, because you just don't know what's going on with somebody personally. Absolutely. Well, if our listeners would like to connect with you, what's the best way for them to uh, reach out to you? Yeah, so um, I'm pretty much available everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm probably on Facebook most, so you can find me there for sure. Um, but you can text me 843-450-1479, or you can reach me by email, Mandy at remaxrockstheBeach.com. Awesome. And re- Mandy does rock the beach as, as we, as we know, <laughs> number you. one brokerage. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Mandy. It's been awesome sharing some few last few minutes with you and all the advice that you've given to our listeners. We really appreciate you and hope that we do another podcast maybe sometime in the future. My so. pleasure. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Well, this has been Turn the Dial Podcast. We really appreciate you guys listening. I'm Scott Comey. You can find us on iTunes, and you can also find us on Spotify or on Facebook at Turn the Dial Podcast and Coaching. Thanks so much. Until next time, have a great year.